Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. At 820, 1220 and 520 on My Talk 1071. Walkie dokie, welcome back, Lori and Julia Show, My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Thank you so much for joining this afternoon, and thanks again to Stephanie Hansen, who is uh, filling in today for Lori, who wasn't feeling too well. Thanks again, Steph. Steph. Donnie. Yeah. Sorry. You're, like, talking to the wind, and it's like, I just came around back and hit my ear, like, um... I heard a voice. I am, like, wondering, what is it? All right, so let's play the celebrity voice. This is for... yes. A pair of tickets to see The Pretenders in Journey at the Excel Center next June. Oh, you want it now? <laughs> <laughs> Let's play the voice. in an echo chamber, Donnie. You and me. Uh, <laughs> Hello. All right, here's the voice. Trying to keep a straight face because it was the most fun. Nobody won the fight. It's like fighting with your brother. Like, you don't really want to hurt each other. You know, I go for the can at one point, and it's like, <laughs> no, that could hurt him. I'll take the... I think I know what it okay. is, All but right. I don't know that. Well, we'll see what happens. Right. 651-641-1071. First caller that gets it right wins. Yes. Okay, so um, did you see Keanu Reeves' girlfriend? I want to just talk about this because I read the story and it was kind of sad. Like, oh, it's really sad. Yeah. So, tell me about his story because well, I had no idea how just sad and tortured poor Keanu was. Well, we had known that his girlfriend um, in uh, the late 90s had died in a tragic car accident. Okay, but I didn't know the bigger part of it that we're going to learn. So here's what happened is Keanu Reeves and Jennifer... That was his girlfriend. We're in a serious relationship in the 90s. And she felt pregnant with their daughter, Ava. And their baby girl was born, stillborn at eight months in 1999. I have a friend who had a baby that was born, stillborn at nine months. It's, I can't, you can't, there's no words. Okay, so there's no words. And the way people process grief differently is... It's a big thing because when you're carrying a baby, if you miscarriage, you, I'm just saying, because I experienced this with my ex-husband, you know, we were 15 weeks long and his grief was different than my grief because my, my grief was, I was a mom. It was in my body. I could feel it. I was changing. I was, you know, so it was completely different how grief is processed there. And they split up shortly after the tragedy. And then um, Jennifer drove her. 1999 Jeep Grand Cherokee into a row of parked cars in Los Angeles and died in 2001 at the age of 28, which sounds like it was self-inflicted. Um, and so this this girlfriend that he's been seeing for a little under a year, her name is Alexander Grant, and they've been working together on things. And he opens up about how she basically saved him. Um, 
She's one of the people, few people who's managed to, to get Keanu to open up about his emotions and his past. He was in a dark place for such a long time. But Alexander's positive outlook and support have played a huge part in helping him turn his life around. They say, um, his friends say Alexandria has not only stolen his heart, but has also saved him. And um, she's warm, she's spiritual, she seems like a lovely person. He seems extremely smitten with her. And she does look like a younger version of Helen Mirren. And then this woman wrote an article in the New York Times, like, and she's all of like 34, I think, she says. But now she's getting wrinkles, so she feels like she can write about this. <laughs> and she said, you know, it's interesting when a woman looks her age. Because the grays start to set in, mm-hmm. you know, for different people. I mean, my sister had them in her 20s because she had really dark hair. And then some of us don't get them till much later, depending on your hair color. And your, it's hereditary, you mm-hmm. know, what your folks went through. And she said it's refreshing to see him date someone age appropriate. Well, she's nine years younger, first of all. Mm-hmm. And then it's also refreshing to see someone age appropriate, if that's what you want. Mm-hmm. So that was her whole take. But Donnie, you look like we have a winner. Oh, yes, we have a winner. Here's what I'm going to say who I think it is. Okay. All right, go. Uh, let's see. We'll talk to Lindsay out in Zimmerman is going to tell us who right. this is. Trying to keep a straight face because it was the most fun. Nobody won the fight. It's like fighting with your brother. Like, Oh, no. All right. That's I know it is. All right, Lindsay, who is that? It's Matt, Matt Damon. Damon. Yes, yep. Matt Damon. I wrote John Sienna down first, and then here's me trying to say, no, no, Stephanie, I had the wrong name. <laughs> Hi, congratulations. Thank you. I'm so excited. I love you guys. I listen to you every day. Thank you. Oh, Good so for nice. you. Thank you. We appreciate that. How fun. How are you, Who are you going to take to the concert? I think I'm going to bring my husband, Kobe, with me. Oh, oh wonderful. Wonderful. Congratulations, yes. and thanks for hanging out with us. We really Thank appreciate it. Thank you so much. Okay, have a good one. Yes. So we have one more day of giveaways tomorrow to Over the Rainbow at the History Theater and to um, The Pretenders and Journey, which would be so fun, I think, Steph. Oh, yes. The Pretenders. I saw The Pretenders. I'm with, uh, wasn't it B-52s and Bob Dylan? Uh, Yeah, Lori saw that. Lori saw that. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. So I thought that was fun. So anyway, you know, what do you think about John Cena? No, I don't. I can't talk about him. I don't get him. I don't get him either. No, I can't talk about him. Oh, He's thank everywhere. you. I just thank don't get you, him. Thank you. So I don't need to. Where either. did he even come from? Was he He's like a wrestler. wrestler guy? He's a wrestler, but people really like him. And I just, oh, I don't yeah. have energy. He's the new Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah, but he's you, no comparison. No, but Rock. that's who he's trying to recreate his career as Dwayne The Rock. He's just not, he, people really like him. I can't get to know him because I'm, there's so many more people I'm interested in getting to know. Who would you like to get to know right now? Al Pacino. Oh, no, a lot of people are getting to know Al Pacino. <laughs> him and uh, Dustin Hoffman yes. are back at it. They're back. Well, this is kind of a good story. And Donnie, you gave this to us a couple days ago, but we didn't have time mm-hmm. to get to it. You know, inside the actor's studio now is actors interviewing actors. Okay, I watched this. Okay, did you watch this one with Al Pacino? Al Pacino, and who was the woman? Ellen Barkin? I think so. No, that no. was the woman he was married to. No, he was never, he did no, see no, a love no, with he her. he wasn't married to her. Okay, Donnie, I don't remember who he was interviewing him. I don't either. Oh, yeah, look see, up. I don't get ovations. Okay, <laughs> I watched it. Okay. I watched it, and here's what I'm going to tell you about it. Okay. It's annoying, and here's why. Okay. Because the premise is really good, and I loved the premise. The actors fawn over the other actors. Oh, it's yeah. too much. Versus having that other guy who was straight faced. James Lipton. Yeah, yeah. Lipton. yeah. 
Cool. Daddy, can you find out? I'm so looking. The woman that interviewed him, who is also a very talented actress in her own right, she was so enamored with him. I just felt like it was a ridiculous a Jimmy love Fallon fest. interview. Exactly. I'm, yeah, kind yeah. of it was. And mm-hmm. even my, I, I said to my husband, is it bothering you how much she's fawning over him? Like, she hasn't even asked him a question. She's just one accolade after another. And he was kind of expecting her to ask him questions. And because yeah. oh, what was, do you say? It was Ellen Burstyn. That's oh, who it was. Burstyn. Burstyn. Oh, I so love I was Ellen. Close. Yeah. So it was just annoying. And and like every time she said like how great he was, oh, what that is would... that? What do you do? You're like, well, oh thank well, you. yeah, yes, thank I you. Am. Over and over and over again. And well, so then you know the story of hua. Do you remember it? Uh, about uh, scent of a woman. Scent of a woman. Okay, so I might have turned it off before the well, story you came might out. Have. So <laughs> here was um, Hua uh, originated um, in the Indian Wars of the 1840s in the U.S. Army, and it was an abridged version of heard, understood, and acknowledged. Hua, Hua. Yeah. And I want to use re- that in a relationship conversation. Hua. Heard. Understood and acknowledged. acknowledged. Because how often does that happen when you're talking to your lover, spouse, person? That is so... Heard, understood, acknowledged. Okay. Hoo-ha! Hoo-ha! going to think I'm saying hoo-ha. No, he is. My hoo-ha. Don't do that. So when Al Pacino (laughs) was playing a U.S. Army retired serviceman who was blind... In Scent of a Woman, um, he regularly re- met with an actual lieutenant colonel in the army who showed him how to assemble and disassemble and reassemble, the, I said it four times there, a forty-five gun in 45 seconds while blind. Since his, Pacino's character was blind, this exercise really resonated with the actor. And when he was finally able to blindly do the, um, you know, disassemble and disable, um, reassemble uh, together. He got it right. The guy, the lieutenant colonel that was working with him, looked at him and said, hoo So oh. that's where he got it from. Oh, there you that go. He used it. So heard, you are heard, you are understood, and you have been acknowledged. That it, those are key words in a relationship, aren't they? Yes. And Hoo-ah. I followed up with, and you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a question for you. Whatever, whatever happened to Chris O'Donnell, the guy that co-starred? He's with in. He's in. What is he in? He's in one of those L.A. law things. He's, uh, isn't he, he in he like Blue Bloods? No, he's in L.A. Some law. SUV oh. Law and Order. He's oh, is in, he? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. You could look know. it up. Yeah, I could. But I know that's <laughs> that's a struggle for you. Sometimes. Yes, I it do is. have a computer, right? Much like working with you. Well, I know, but he has a computer right in front of him. Um, Jeez, how fast can my fingers move? Faster. <laughs> faster fingers, faster. faster. Hoo-ah. hoo But he was from Chicago, and that was like his oh, first God. role, and they just kind of found him, remember? Yes. yes. Oh, but we saw him in Circle of Friends. Do you remember? Yes, great movie. With, with Minnie Driver. Yeah. Don't you remember? Oh. Yeah. Oh, I love Yes. I love the book, Maeve Bianchi. Remember? <laughs> yes. She wrote those books. You're right. Those books she about did. Ireland. Yep. And that movie, I just thought it was everything. There's a new series on stars that's got Tanya, that's based on the Tanya French Irish 
history or Irish mystery novels. Yeah, it's the Dublin murders. The Deck Detectives. That mm. looks good. Is it yeah. good? Do we get stars You guys, there's still? so much TV. How can you no, keep you, up? No, I just stop. Have you watched Fleabag? Oh, not only have I... Beyond. Okay. I, I died. Because that's... Uh, I died. I told f- you to watch that, and you kept saying, watch Catastrophe. Watch Did Catastrophe. you watch Catastrophe? No. It's so good. It's too many years. <laughs> it's four seasons, <laughs> yeah, and there's I'm, like six episodes a season. I'm too far behind. No, that's how I feel about Breaking Bad. Twelve Same. episodes, eight seasons. Yeah. How could I ever get through that? I'm I'm on season four in that. I never went past it. Donnie, what did you find out? Yeah, still looking. Donnie just put his name in, and then Donnie. it'll come up. I no, I just had to do that to give you. A He's teasing you. You know, yeah. he is a brat. he is in NCIS that's Los it. Angeles. Yeah, with um, uh, Ice Cube, Ice, Ice Tea, yeah. someone. Tea. Ice. I'm hot. <laughs> ice, 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 oh my God, it's time to go. We have the dirt alert. All oh right. my God. We have not been paying okay. attention. It's to LL Cool J. LL Cool J. <laughs> ice Cube's hot. cousin. You know. I like LL Cool, cool J. Okay. Cool hot. Okay. He's got a nice body, Super. LL Cool J. I like J. him really and Chrissy go. Teigen on that uh that show. Uh, yes, that where right. they... We're, we're going to come back <laughs> to it later. <laughs> Sounds like we'll be right back. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Holly, what have you got in the Dirt Alert for us today? Oh, we got a little bag of goodies here to share with everyone this afternoon. So I'm going to start with Carrie Washington. She's going to be on Sunday today with Willie Geis. Yes. So big interview coming up with her. And she reveals that she has an interesting strategy to resist the temptation to post pictures of her children online. The way that Carrie Washington deals with it is that she sends the pictures of her kids to her parents and to her therapist. And that the therapist has created a special private Instagram for doing just that, for posting these photographs. So she doesn't feel the need to, sh- she wants to share. Of course. But she doesn't. Your kids are so damn cute sometimes. Well, exactly. But she doesn't want to put them out in public for public consumption i mean that's even a thing that i don't share sometimes i want to share pictures of my nephews because i think they're really cute and they're doing wonderful things but i stop because one they're not my kids and two it's like you know what that's not for the public to look at except right. for holly are you gonna pay a therapist to set up a fake instagram no, account for you to manage it, it like your mommy i know <laughs> yeah. that is psychosis if you ask me <laughs> Well, right. It's Seriously. A, well, it's like that you don't have the discipline yourself yeah, to like say. I th- I- All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I thought you were going to say she texts her friend or yeah. sends it. Like, that's fine. It's psychosis if you can't so not control your Instagram posting. Well, Carrie Washington jokes that it's not a great situation to have this Instagram account. However, the therapist also gives her parenting feedback based on what she posts to this private Again, <laughs> okay. psychosis. Okay, that is a little odd. So oh. does she... Wow. You can control... And I love Carrie Washington, but this is like... You can control your Facebook feed, can't you? Yeah, you can. You can control all the feeds. You can control Twitter. You can control Facebook, Mm -hmm. Instagram. You can even make a burner account that you share with only close friends and family. There are lots of ways to get around this. 
But this is the way that Carrie Washington is handling well, it. Well, she's. I appreciate she's her. She's got honesty. a new TV show coming out. Yes, she does. Oh. <laughs> That's why we're even talking. I about gotta her. be honest. I miss Scandal more than anything. Scandal that was, was so good, and then it was so bad. But then it got good the last year. Yes, it got good again. They had one horrible year. At the least third a year. few horrible. Oh, I still loved it. I miss it so much. Is that a show scandal that you would go back and rewatch just for the good feelings, or do you feel like it's well, just one were... and done? Like you watch it once and then the thrill is. I gone. don't really I like don't, watching shows twice either. ever. I don't either. Don't Except me. for movies, I can watch forever. Oh, yeah, I watched Heartburn again yeah. with Meryl Streep Fresh and Jack and Nicholson wow, about bring, Nora Ephron. No, bring it back. Actually, oh, it was so good. I Love can that. watch a ton of them. All right. So yeah. you do have those things that you can but repeat. But not like series. No, I don't think so either, no. Julia. But like I Handmaid's Tale was Scandal. fantastic, but I don't think I can watch it again. No. Ooh, that would be a tough one to oh, rewatch. Oh, it was so no. good, though. I know. If you have not watched that, people. I'm halfway through the second season. It's fantastic. And it gets keeps it gets better every season, you I think. think so? Yes. They, you didn't like the second season, did you? No I, no, I like the second season and the third season. I just, the fourth season is coming up next year, and I hope that they end it in as much as where are you taking the story because it goes off the book. I read the second book, Testament, and oh. it can all come together. Okay. Oh. Her, Margaret Atwood's second book, okay. the sequel, is fantastic. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. Stephanie, you just lightened my heart and gave oh, yeah. me hope it's good. for the handmaid. And if I had it, I'd give it to you, but I left it in the van in Reno. <laughs> <laughs> well, Wonder Bread van. <laughs> uh, something else that has been giving me hope lately is Jane Fonda doing her Fire Drill Friday protests on Capitol Hill. Every Friday, Jane Fonda and her friends are going to Capitol Hill and they're getting themselves arrested protesting climate change and jane fonda said that the red coat that she's been wearing to these fire drill fridays is the last piece of clothing she's ever going to buy that's cool i believe her she has i'm sure she has so much of everything i just condoed my closet four garbage bags came out and i moved three years ago so i went through it then four garbage bags out and it's so freeing yeah, I know. I go in my closet and I know, like, these are all the clothes that work and fit. And I don't have to be stuffing myself into right. something that doesn't look good. Right. I had a friend. We tried on every single thing. I was sore afterwards. Like, the whole next day I was sore. I think that's... It's very freeing. Yeah, and that's what Jane Fund is doing. Not necessarily Marie Condoing her life, but she said that she wants to quit shopping to fight consumerism. She has been inspired by climate activist Greta Thunberg in all of this. So I imagine this is this young. What is she? Fifteen year old. Sixteen. Good for her. I know it. Yeah. So. We will probably be seeing Jane Fonda getting arrested on Capitol Hill tomorrow. And it's not the first time Jane has had really strong political convictions about things. But she's really, I watched her on The View this week about climate change. I mean, it's it's scary. It's happening. It's real. Oh, yes. If you live in Minnesota and you're wondering about the weather or our lakes warming or any of the stuff. Yeah. The waves in Duluth, like your lake having milfoil, like it's whatever. Yep. It's happening. Yep. It is. and... I was telling Julia earlier we're all going to die from mosquitoes. And I then we have changed the subject about <laughs> something more positive. Well, like cupcakes. I suppose get your mosquito netting and put it over your bed at the very least. Cupcakes are good. I love cupcakes.
What the hell did cupcakes have to do with mosquitoes? Just because it's more positive. killing you. I've just changed the subject. More positive. Talk about something happy. Um, well, okay. Uh, let me see if I've got any happy news. Uh, Drake is getting into the cannabis business. Drake is partnering up with a company called More Life Growth Company. And uh, this is a opportunity, what they're saying, to bring something special in the industry that is ever-growing and being inspiring. Well, they they well, put Canada, you know, it's, it's legal. It's legal. And yeah. he is with the Jenner chick, Kylie. Allegedly, Allegedly. supposedly. Chris Jenner wants you to believe Stephanie. Is that, this another publicationship? I my favorite be. word of the week. It might be. <laughs> it might be. So that's the rumor that Drake and Kylie Jenner have been hanging out and that Drake likes to come over and hang out with Kylie Jenner and little Stormy Webster, her daughter, but that there's another source counter to Chris Jenner, who is also probably Chris Jenner saying that, oh, no, no, they're just friends. Kylie, and can I- we just keep Stormy out of it? Like, they're too little to be having all these men coming and going. I know. The- Stormy's a little toddler. I know. I just, I, I'm, I'm not listening to this part. I mean, <laughs> what? Oh my gosh, what else? Julia's show cupcakes. and she's checked out. Cupcakes. No, cupcakes. no cupcakes. With those, that whole thing. I, I, oh. <laughs> Chris oh, Jenner, no, don't no, let Chris Jenner get to you, Julia. You just she's say so no. She's so brilliant. You just say no. Say no like to the Like Judice. Because oh. remember, that's how we have to be Italian now. Oh, yeah, that's right. You can't oh. say the Judices. They it's, have to be the Judice again. We switch back. I'm with you. I, yeah. I always based the pronunciation of the last name off of a video that Teresa did for us weekly way back in the day. She said Judice. Yes. Because that's her name. Because it that's is. her name. But they then they wanted to like be more cosmopolitan, so they were the Judices. They wanted to be continental. When she had the Italian cookbook for the family, oh. the Judices. I have that cookbook. <laughs> and... I hope I, I get that in our white elephant well, gift for the Christmas party. Maybe. Are we, are we doing it? <laughs> All right. That's oh, well, right. <laughs> speaking of Joe and Teresa, Judice, Judice, they're back in the co- old country. The whole family is them in Them and Naples. the Bravo television crew, they right? They do have the crew with them. Of course they do. Yeah. You know, it, it's unclear, says Page Six, if the family will have another Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen special or if the footage will be used for the Real Housewives of New Jersey. But bet your bottom dollar that we're going to be seeing. They'll be fun. An epic yeah. episode of that. He does look fantastic, though. Oh, gosh. Like, and where's my playout music? There it is. Sorry. No, you're right. <laughs> he just, does. He lost a lot of weight. He's been exercising he a does. ton. He just, he looks like he got his physical self in order. I so think good he for did. him. Yeah, totally. We this right, so nothing's ever gonna move it when... Everybody, oh, the house don't fall when the bones, when the bones are, good. are good. Morris, Julia, here is one thing I really appreciate appreciate about you on the Lori and Julia show. Oh, for crying out loud! You're much more musically inclined than I am, and I feel like you keep me kind of hip in the music department. I love music. I know, and you were the first person that kind of got me into Post Malone, and I'm not into all of this oh, stuff. Oh my but gosh, I love them. Yeah, you have a talent for introducing us. Do I have a talent, Donald? Did you hear that? Major talent. Major talent. Major talent. This is something interesting because this came up, and I would be curious, other people, how you all felt about this. Because I went and saw um, the guy from Sussman Lawrence, um, Peter Himmelman. Yes. yes. At the Dakota a couple Mm -hmm. weeks ago. I bet that was fun. It was fun. And I did write a song that night. (laughs) 
She did. I did. Yeah. I'm dead serious. And Kat Perkins said it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I gave it to her. I don't mean to laugh at you. No, it's That's okay. a, actually a really good business if you can is sell it? them. Because yes. I, would th- I want one. And so, but one of the things that happened is... Um, I have not. I haven't been there in a while. Okay, so we got there for the first act, and everyone was so quiet. And I have a little bit of a loud voice, and I wanted to talk because I just didn't really care about the opening act, really, um, as much as I should have. But I hadn't seen these people in a long time, and I just wanted to chat. And so I, I felt stifled. So I went into the bathroom, and that too was quiet. Now the guy had finished, and the bathroom was so quiet, and I just said. I just started talking to the lady right in front of me because I needed some noise in there. And I'm like, tell me your Peter Hillman Hillman or Sussman Lawrence story. And so she had one that her brother went to school with them, blah, blah, blah. And then someone else, and we're all kind of talking. And I said, I don't know how it came up, but what's your divorce music theme song? And everybody seemed to, not that everybody was divorced in there, but a breakup song. And how different artists took people through their breakups. And for me... I want to know. Damien Rice. I mean, well, um, Donnie, one? try to find... I um, the name of the song. Frank he only had one hit. Well, well but no, the, he's had he a has lot of songs. such a deep catalog. Yeah, but what's the name? Look up Cannonball. That one people, yeah. would, Cannonball? people would recognize that okay. one. But so it was just kind of interesting because someone had like... Um, that is a good I can't question. Even think of it, but so at six five one six four one one zero seven. Just your soundtrack. Who who was the person? The musical? Because I was so into music at this time. I'd listened to so much new music, and I still, if I could get my new iOS system on my old computer and my other older computer to work to update iTunes. You know, because I love listening to new music. I got the iTunes guy that could come to your house. I need someone like that. And can get your life together. But what was your, you know, who got you through a tough period? It doesn't even have to be a divorce or separation. It could just be when you are really sad. Hmm. I think they say listening to sad music makes you happier. Yes, it does. That's a it's study. Because Lori yes. would say, why uh, no, do you no, always that's listen true. to that pathetic yeah. music? But it moves me. <laughs> Lori. You know, no, but she is funny. Music. But she likes all my pathetic music sure, now. Of course she does. she now is a Barbara Streisand fan. She went to Celine Dion. I mean, she's turned into me. Yeah. And she doesn't realize it yet. <laughs> but so. That'll come as a shock. So, Donnie, play a little of Cannonball. Okay, Cannonball. Damien Rice. My daughter loves him. There's still a little bit of your taste in my mouth. Ew. This is a little, this is one of my least favorite songs of his, but then he brings an orchestra in. And it's still a little hard to say what's going on. Okay. Whatever. Okay. That's enough, Daddy, because okay. people are calling yeah, it too. But I mean, he has this one called Amy. And it just breaks your heart. Okay, I'm gonna have to listen to more of oh, him. Oh, I'll I'll make you the list of the best ones. I'll make you CD. I want a CD of all, all your right, like. I, I mean, because I, and so then I have like Barbara Streisand also got me through it. I love her. You know, because I listen to the old stuff. You yeah. know, one more bell well, to, to answer. answer. I mean, I just go crazy and I crank That's it. That's Dionne Warwick, isn't it? But she sings it too. Okay, and um. You know, people have different music to get them through sad times. Yeah. And it's it's deep cuts because, like, you don't even know, really. I saw Damien Rice at Northrop, and I thought I was going to just had died. Oh, and that's I where didn't Molly even, saw him. 
Yeah, and yeah. I didn't even know who this was oh, yeah. until it might have been in a movie. I might listen to the Nashville soundtrack from this TV show. Oh, I, we saw them there at <laughs> yeah, Northrop. Remember that? Remember That's that? why I was yeah. thinking about it when you but said I mean, Northrop. And even in the new The Morning Show, they play old music. Big Little Lies, I bought the soundtrack to that. Because they have some great mix of the music that's moving. So, um, Danny, who are we going to talk to? You are going to talk to Lynn first. Lynn! Hi! Hi! Well, I got two of them, but the only one I can remember the title to, Patty Austin, she sings a song called The Girl Who Used to Be Me. Oh! And that was good. Oh, I got to write that down. Yeah. Remember those songs? And why did that relate to you? Well, it just like... When I was going through my divorce and sort of just like who I had to get back to and, um, you know, just kind of bringing myself back to the girl who used to be me. So it it spoke to me. But and then Bonnie Raitt sings another one. I can't remember the title of it, but she talks about like, if you're going to go, don't come back or something like that. It was it's very good, but I can't remember the title. Okay, I can't make you love me. Is it? I can't make you. Oh, I can't make you love me. Look at so you, you have your you know your, your karaoke singers you here. So request to thank you for calling in. Thank, thank you, Lynn. Yeah. Yeah. Hard to believe a, a former pro football player wrote that song. Really? Yes. God, Donnie, you are a font of knowledge, um, even right. though you have slow Google fingers. <laughs> it's very slow. Okay, <laughs> who's our next one? Uh, Chris. Chris, hi. You're on my talk. Hello. How are you? Really good. Did you good. have like an artist or a song or something? Well, you are all picking really like lovely songs. I was listening to Limp Biscuit. <laughs> okay. And, oh. And, and Stain, and then I... Angry Headbangers. Yes, angry headbanger songs, and then also probably that was just part of the the grieving process. But then I loved Indigo Girls. Oh, they got. Oh, I listened to that soundtrack over and over. In the what about the wood? Yeah, what's that song? I, I don't know. There's Galileo. A, Galileo, I love. Oh, Resting Galileo. souls of Galileo. Oh, I love that. Indigo Girls. I haven't listened to them in a while. Inside. I, Music is I fun. haven't listened to them in a Oh, I'm glad you told me about that. It's interesting. I was so sad. Yeah. That's why I had and lonely. I was so sad. Fleetwood and that, Mac rumors, if you listen to that over oh. and over in the context of Stevie Thank and... Um, uh, Lindsay Buckingham. Thank you. Yes. Getting separated. It's pretty intense. That's such a great album. Too. It is. Yeah, it is. Okay. All right, we have Elizabeth. Hi, Elizabeth. Hi, Julia. Um, this question is so great. Oh, and I have. You. I have two actually. Okay. The first one was uh, Sarah McLaughlin oh, yeah. resurfacing. Oh yes. Yes. Uh, I mean. Every song on that album yes. that was in the winter, yep. winter of 2000, 2001, so that one, very good. And then also uh, Sting, Mercury Falling. Okay. Sounds of Winter. Great. Love I'm going to go home and put both of those CDs oh on God. tonight because those were both great Those records. are awesome. Yeah. Oh, that Sarah McLaughlin one, I like burnt out at the cabin. We still have it there, yep. and I, I love that. That's so great. Thank you, Thank Elizabeth. You, Elizabeth. I mean, it's kind of like what's your soundtrack for different parts of your life, you know? Yeah. Um, I have one about, now this goes back many, many years. Okay. But, uh, and this band 
left us not all that long ago, but uh, every time I hear this, hmm, you remember this? I did my best. Oh, it's James Ingram, yeah. Patty LaBelle. No, it's oh, just I love James, this song. not Patty. Here we are back where we were before. What's the name of the song? Just once. Oh, God, I love this song. Oh, yeah. Ever changes. We're back to being strangers. Oh, boy. Wondering if we ought to stay or head on out the door. This is a great song. Just once, can we figure out what we keep doing wrong? A little bit more. Why we never last for very long? What are we doing wrong? How about Adele? Oh, I I, I mean. I didn't, you know, I love her music and everything, but I don't, I I couldn't. She wasn't my girl. She wasn't your girl. No. And I listened to a lot of James Blunt um, and James, the other one, who's like James Blunt. Uh, yeah, there is a guy with a similar. Uh, yeah, there is. <laughs> yeah, I always um, get them mixed up. Yeah, and I get them mixed up, and I, I just... I don't know if it was a male voice when I'm thinking of who I listen to when I'm sad, except for Barbara it has been the soundtrack of my life. But Donnie, <laughs> that's the song. And then another one that always got me was the woman in red. That's oh, Krista Berg. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. The lady in red. What lady about in red. Lady in red, yeah. the song Passenger, Let Her Go? That's kind of more okay. recent, but. Oh, no. We sing that. Donnie, Never find when, that one. Okay. The group is Passenger. Oh, Passenger, Passenger yeah. and the song is called Let Her Go. Oh, okay. you know, I spent, remember when, I don't know if you remember, but Donnie and Lori would, my, you know, you've never been to Montana with us. No. But my sister has a barn. Yeah. And in the barn and you had the is New a music Eve. thing. But we go there and we do music the whole time. And my, my brother-in-law has all the instruments, can sing, play, blah, blah, blah. And his band comes over once a week. And we tried to learn Passenger and Hey Ho. Remember, Donnie? Oh, yeah, Hey Ho. And I could never yeah. be on pitch for Hey Ho. But this song is lovely. And then we got to take a break. Well, you only need the light when it's burning low. Only miss the sun when it starts to snow. Only know you love her when you let her go. Only know you've been high when you're feeling low Only hate the road when you're missing home Only know you love her when you let her go And you let her go This is a great song. Yeah. Passenger right. for those who... Oh, it's a great... Let her go, man. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, there were so many good... I, I, anyway, thanks everybody for indulging me because this was a whole... 15 minutes of Julia, so thank you. You get 15 minutes of Julia. It's your show. I know. So when we come back, oh, we've got got other stuff. Stay with us. duck in one because i haven't had that but they had thanksgiving they had dressing they had a turkey remember they were all pretty good remember when that soda pop line jones soda came out with 
Yes. Pumpkin pie. Yeah. Cranberries. They had, they had meat flavors. Yeah, they soda. did. Oh. Turkey. Um, gravy. Do you know what we just posted on our weekly dish Facebook hmm. page? It is a turkey that is stuffed with a brick of Velveeta cheese. And then it's rubbed with butter and potatoes put around it. And then they crunch up hot Cheetos oh. and rub it on the okay, top. Okay, that sounds so good to me. It is like... <laughs> I don't know about the Velveeta, but I love those damn hot so Cheetos. So they bake it, the yeah. turkey, for however long. And Have then they take it? it out. No, but Stephanie and I are talking about doing it. They take it out. They cut the chicken through the back or the turkey through the back and like splay it open. And, it just, and then there's all this melty cheese in there and they cut off a piece of breast and eat the breast piece with the spicy hot Cheeto dust with the Velveeta melted cheese with the potato. Ooh. That sounds so good to me. It, really? it, it's very it really, odd. Yeah, it is it odd, is but odd. at the same time, oh my gosh. <laughs> Do I, you have like a favorite Thanksgiving like dish? Like are you a tur- gravy person, a turkey person, you a know, Thanksgiving I, stuffing? <sighs> Some people love the green bean casserole. Choose, I like so. I like the um I do love the green bean bread. I I think I'm dressing is my favorite. I like the dressing and the pumpkin pie. Oh, and yeah, I like the pie. I love homemade pumpkin pie. Yeah. And I, who doesn't? I, just no, pie. I love Yum. pie. And I love homemade whipped cream on top of it and then just pretending you're only taking a slice but then you take the next one. Yeah, you, you eat it one. by like little teeny tiny, tiny increments. Slices and little it cuts slivers. so lovely. <laughs> You know, because of how it sets, you can get a good straight line. Oh, I have been at that same late night that you have been, where you're mm-hmm. cutting off little tiny Just slivers. Tiny slivers, and I do love you know the dressing that we grew up with, with water chestnuts and sausage and um, oh yum, celery, and it's so moist, it's so delicious. Got to be moist. I mean, I I that's for me. My sister always says you can. If you can make the dressing, but not put any of the gross stuff in it, you can make it. Which basically means, like, I can't put any fruit. I can't put the gizzards. I can't, like, she has a whole list of things I can't put in the dressing. And I can make the dressing as long as I don't put the gross stuff in. Oh, I'm laughing. I've just had a, I just, in the back of my mind, what came through my head was salad gate. Oh, gosh. Remember Lori? Oh, Lori, we someone brought that up on my Instagram I feed the other day. I'm having Lori this. Lori and Julia about salad oh gates. Oh my gosh! Tell me about it because well, it was like Lori brought my, a salad. No, 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 no. no one of no. my favorite parts has always been my mom's salad. My mom makes the salad and everything's chopped up so small, but it's with blue cheese and her great dressing, and it's kind of a favorite at every meal. I okay. like a salad because I hate making them myself. They've become so much easier to make now that things are in bags and stuff. Yeah. But I mean, my mom makes a dynamite salad with chopped parsley and everything and um, avocado in there. And um, so I said, well, you have to bring the salad. Who eats a salad? Who <laughs> 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 oh, oh, That's right. You asked her to salad. bring the salad. For Thanksgiving, I'm like, yeah. well, that's like the part that is always gone. You know, in Christmas, I love salads are my like the best part because it balances out yeah. the heavy, it's a starchy less food. Rich. Mm-hmm. And so then she decides, oh, fine, I'll make a salad. <laughs> then she doesn't just make a salad. Oh, boy. She makes a salad yeah. 
that they made at Minnesuing Acres at Carlson Companies, you know, back in the 50s that has every ingredient under the sun in yeah, it, and yeah. it's so good. Yeah, and then she complained about how much it cost. And how much it cost, <laughs> and how much time it took her. And somebody will get a laugh at this, because we used to have a gourmet club, Donnie. Yeah. And Lori had to make, once had to make a pumpkin soup. Yes. And, and she, it was like she had never... The cutting of the, the pumpkin, cutting of the pumpkin, the pumpkin, getting the pumpkin open. She didn't know you're baking the pumpkin first to get it soft, and then you're taking yeah, out. Yeah, she was she there with it. like an axe. She peeled <laughs> the outside with an axe. No, no kidding. Oh, and we, and we, and we had to it. hear all about it as we sit oh there like, okay, we do this all the time, you know? And it's, <laughs> it's just so like, funny. no one's ever cooked. You know, but the salad gate was... I I want to know what was in the expensive salad. She should post it. I mean, we had so much show out of salad gate. She was just could not believe that. I said something about salad the other day and someone on my Instagram said, make sure you ask Lori and Julia about salad gate. Who's gonna eat salad? It was, it went on and on and people like weighed in on it. And you know it was it was pretty damn funny. Nothing I- riles you up more than like family plans at the holidays. We have been for weeks trying to figure out who's doing what, who's cooking what, when can so and so come. My sister, yeah. who's the busiest person of all of us, ended up having a whole nother hollow hollow Thanksgiving holiday at her house, so we no. can accommodate everyone. Oh, that's horrible! It's absurd, it and is. it's laughably funny because yeah, I'll is. help her, but it's Thank like. You. The busiest person gets a whole nother holiday. Mm-hmm. Thank you. It was, it was great. It was fun. So fun. Thanks for having me. We'll be back tomorrow. Thanks, Daddy. Thanks, everyone. Gone. Off you go. If you own a small to medium-sized business that kept employees on payroll through COVID, you may have a big cash refund waiting for you. The Employee Retention Credit is a tax credit of up to $26,000 per employee. And now, more businesses than ever qualify. The experts at RefundsPro.com specialize in cutting through the red tape of qualifying for this government program. Most of their refunds are over $100,000. Even businesses that have received PPP funds may be eligible. And there are absolutely no fees unless you receive a refund, so there's no reason not to apply. If your business experienced shutdowns, limited capacity, supply chain challenges, or reduced revenue due to COVID, you likely qualify. RefundsPro.com has already helped hundreds of businesses. So don't lose the refund you're owed by missing the deadline. Get started today with a free 5-minute questionnaire at RefundsPro.com. That's Refunds with an S, Pro.com.